Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Chris and Will, you did it! You found the legendary Yay! treasure! Hooray! Make that me. was so fun! You guys did a great job. That was, uh, Danny, I'm always impressed by the amount of detail and how thoughtful the rooms are. Like, it's really, really good. It was very impressive. It was a it great was room. Yeah. Absolutely a pleasure to watch you working through those puzzles. You were saying all the right things. That <laughs> was very it was fantastic. Fun. And just searching for Bodhi's secret treasure surfboard is just brilliant. I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I really liked just the way all the puzzles interlocked. Like I really thought that like the it culminating in this treasure hunt at the end, like once you've figured everything out, it was like really satisfying. Yeah. Um the uh watching Chris tear his way through, like figuring out like the both the 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 hang ten anagram and then all of the stuff with the uh, vending machine was really impressive. So I doffed my cap to my co-surfing uh <laughs> I feel like I figured master. out like those two things and then my brain was was exhausted it was done and then from there on out i was like what 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 flag so thank you for running with the yeah, you 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 say that early on you were saying like oh i don't like i feel like chris is solving all these things and i gotta but it really was i feel like almost like a half half thing that once like chris had a lot of those early connections and then the latter half i feel like you're just like oh this is the signs that match with the you, the you know the evacuation puzzle that's six words six digits that'll unlock the thing let's just call someone get the flags and like you really sort of took over and just pulled that yeah it's half of the room I, i'm powered really well. my creativity is powered by spite so once chris started <laughs> game, I had to catch up. so that was that's how that worked out and that just shuts me down completely any level of competition just <laughs> Oh, no, it was wonderful to, yeah, listen to, because I do feel like this was a pretty puzzle-heavy one as far as I go. It felt like it had a lot of connected bits to stick mm. together. Mm -hmm. I love how you well, used Most the, things uh... required, like, three different places to yeah. all sort of intermingle together to solve Probably feels puzzle. even more like that, because... The, as I was typing up this room, I had one section where I went, this feels a bit empty. I've got to put a new puzzle in here. And what puzzle that space, was that? Yeah. Oh boy. Originally, when you went to the beach, uh, li the litter, and you found this wallet, what was inside it was not a roll of coins, but a battery. Which oh. means. Now, just think about how you had to get that battery. Mm hmm. The vending machine, the, the public toilet, neither yeah, of those were there. Yeah, that's a lie. Nothing wow. about that was in there. Okay. No cool. mural, no stickers. Yeah, that well, was I like, like no what are the weird rough lobster. There was a, what I liked is that, and I think this is also tough in, a, in an audio format, because like in an, in an actual escape room, you have so many like objects in the room that have not, that are like red herrings, essentially, right? Mm, yeah. And so like, and that's part of the fun of sussing out like what is and isn't useful. And I think that's tougher in audio, but you did, a, you had a handy way of doing that where like, I felt like the, the animals on the, um, on the buckets overlapped like just enough with the mural yeah. and the colors on the mural that like yeah. it, it it created just enough crosstalk that you had to really kind of figure it out a little bit it was a nice it was a nice um uh kind of it was a bit of a red herring so to speak yeah um, you yeah. don't want you don't want too much of that problem was the mural has sharks on it i can't do anything about mm. that <laughs> and if you're going to have a beach warning Having one warning about turtles is okay. That's a little bit weird. But to mm -hmm. have, like, if I said two nonsensical animals, I'd be a bit strange as well. Mm. And I had a jellyfish sign. I didn't want to use the jellyfish, the real jellyfish sign. So I needed to make up a sign. <laughs> yeah, I really like... just felt like it made sense. 
that puzzle in particular and the way it pulled from multiple things was really cool. Like yeah. you have like this thing and you also have to remember the bucket and ask about the, and remember like, Oh, it said pink thing. Like though that it was like, there was essentially two solutions to figure out the, the puzzle. I thought was yeah. very cool there. Yeah. At that moment, also... when you said, uh, when you said pink turtle, I was like, I thought you'd lost it. I was like, what are you talking about? I forgot <laughs> about the bucket. I was He's like, crazy. <laughs> absolutely lost it. Oh, but yeah, then you would also find connections and I'd just go, oh crap, I hope that I, I didn't mean to make that a connection, like how some of the button colors Uh-oh, match. Yeah, I was so, I, when, I, when I cracked the whole thing, Ugh. figuring out those colors, <laughs> I was so excited. I heard, uh, I, someone, I, I, I saw a game designer talking, this is, I swear to God, related, talking about QAnon, and they were saying that QAnon reminded him of, because he had designed a couple of escape rooms, and there was an escape room that he like one of the first ones he did where like someone spotted what looked like an arrow in the grain of the wood on the ground or something <laughs> like that. And it completely wow. derailed them for an hour. Cause they got obsessed with this arrow. Oh. And they're like, wait, that arrow points to that. And they start ripping the walls up. Like they just went, they oh lost their minds because the human brain is so good at spotting patterns oh, yeah. and making connections that even if you don't have any connections planned, like it can just self generate. And so he was saying that mm. QAnon, like the way it works is like they have symbols that are like very basic things but it's patterns for people to spot and they'll just conflate a reason or an explanation for why yeah. they connect yeah. and then essentially you can just like chase your own tail down a rabbit hole um, exactly. which I people thought was really so, interesting yeah, people are so good at making their own red herrings that when you're designing them and like I'd probably change some of those colors a little bit more again on another mm-hmm. read-through because, yeah, I don't need to put things in that are going to confuse people because it's going to happen no matter what. That's so, very just true, yeah. <laughs> we did one like way back in season Bless us. four or something mm. where we were doing an attic room. This was with the Hey Riddle Riddle people. In our playtest of that, you noticed that there were uh, like five books on a shelf and also five steps leading out of it. And we just went, oh, no, people are going to think they're connected. We've got to change yeah. that. Yeah. Make it seven Two steps. Things that are right. yeah. And that is one of the big things when you are playtesting. That's the common mm. cleanup is any two numbers that are the same, you have to make different. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Because people, as soon as there's three of something and three of something else, like bang, you know, and you want that to be true. Like you use that exact logic the correct way when you were like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, six digits. And that thing Mm. said, evacuate waves, sharks, turtles, no swimming, evacuate. That's six things. They've got Mm -hmm. to be connected. And you were right. But if and there had been six of anything else. You almost did that else. again, though. You looked at the umbrellas picture and you noted there were six towels. And I just went, Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I shouldn't have done that. Six towels. That's so funny. Yeah, like I literally would never think of that. Because, yes, when you think about it, like me making that kind of deduction is in, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's an insane <laughs> thing to think. Like, oh, this this must be related to that other thing just because there's six of them. Like that's such a perverse thing that the human brain does. Like why would that make it? It makes no logical sense when you think about it, but it's like, you're like, Oh, Oh, that's the, the, that. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Um, if you look at that umbrellas picture in the right way, you'll probably find like eight secret human faces somewhere. Yeah, yeah for cool. sure. Yeah. I really, that was, I really liked the leak thing. I thought was really cool. They yeah. Had to open the it's umbrellas to cause the rain to logic leak. Thing. And, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. handy. And it's like, those are the fun when you like from a design perspective. I think those are the fun ones that you put near the end where they're like, it's like a, a fake puzzle. It's like it's not a puzzle, but it's like a what, what about this? Time like these tiny little things mm-hmm. right near the end where they take you half a second to do, but it feels like this like you know when you're just dis- disarming a bomb and you cut the right wire and this other thing happens. It's the nothing. It's like, but wait, how are we going to find out the leaks? And you give. I think it's really nice to put these tiny puzzles that are practically nothing, but they just like 
break up the final puzzle without slowing yeah, it down. I no, love like that. It doesn't it, detract. Yeah. It just it's very yeah. Cool. Like it makes you didn't you... get stuck on that. It took just the right yeah. amount of time for you to go. Oh, this is a mystery. I can solve this mystery. It's very <laughs> so clever, and it's like it it makes you feel clever when you do it too. It's like mm, oh yeah, yeah. That's and what it's you want. it's it's just one, and it's nice because it when you like otherwise you would get the beach puzzle right away. You'd be like okay, it's this and that plus boom boom boom. But it's like yeah, it's just enough of a little great like you know sort of like mm. flying the ointment so to speak that you you have to you have to think an extra second and it's like it makes it a much more satisfying thing this so the ex, the escape room i did just the other day in in um escape simulator uh matt raised a really good my co-host matt arnold raised a really good point that he was saying that something that bothers him in escape rooms is when you figure it like if you figure out the solution and then it's the two but to still unlock it is like a pain in the ass so like something mm, which true. i feel like you're very oh. good at dot not falling into this trap but like there was a, there was a puzzle where they were like it was like we figured out how to solve the puzzle very quickly but then there were still like there was like five minutes of like okay we have to like get this and that and the other it was like a lot of rote stuff to then mm. just enter the information into what we needed to do and so it's yeah. like be like once you once you solve it like once you get the idea of how to solve it you want the process of solving it to be pretty quick um, yeah, yes. it'd be like if you had to do that, putting twenty coins in a vending machine in a real room, you'd I kill can. someone. Be like, or yeah, like you're you making me do this. You could make that beach puzzle a lot more complicated. But it's like mm-hmm. I've gotten like once I figured out all the elements of how the beach puzzle works, and once I actually really liked about the beach puzzle, it was is for one, it's a nice visual change of it's a nice change of pace from the types of puzzles you're doing before because it is yeah. like you're connecting lines and stuff like that so it activates a different part of your brain but it was also like it was it was just complicated enough that it was it was it was felt like well, you felt like you were following a treasure map but it wasn't yeah. so complicated that you were like all right i get yeah. it but i'm just doing a bunch of busy work yeah, yeah a long would... logic puzzle in our format it just wouldn't no. work at mm-hmm. all and for another have you ever written one of those things? They're a pain. Oh, <laughs> yeah, logic My God. Yeah. You make so many mistakes as you're going and you just <laughs> break it. <laughs> it's so hard to know what, yeah. like, it's like, I mean, it's the same as, I don't know how people write Sudokus. I don't know how you know you've given people the right amount of information. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, have ridiculous. You, um... So escape this, not escape, I keep saying escape this, but I keep saying, I keep wanting to say escape this simulator instead of escape room simulator. <laughs> escape room simulator has like, you. it has like you can create your own levels. And I think like, you, really, you, uh, oh, wow. both of you, have, Danny, you've designed so many of these at, th- at this point and like you're, they're so well tuned. Like, I wonder if you could adapt one of them to their, to their system so you could like play it in 3D or something like that. I would like totally that. try. Um, that would be really fun. Can we, can we VR that? You reckon? Ooh, I don't know. I think we, escape got sim- o- we, we got an yeah. Oculus. We've got to uh, abuse it as much as oh, possible. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, this is, I, I, this is, I mean, this, I, I love coming on your, uh, coming on the show. Cause th- these are so fun. Like, and it's, they're always it's, so good. They're simple yeah. and they're crunchy. And like yeah. you, you've clearly, I mean, it feels like you've been doing this for 10 seasons where you've, hon- yeah. you've done so, <laughs> I like how many people have designed this many escape rooms, like in the yeah, world, do you think? Yeah, you know we I mean? were just yeah. discussing that. Danny's done, I think one of our, fans counted that before this season started you had designed 71 ones just wow. for our show and that doesn't include the other ones you've designed outside of that so you've hit probably close to 80 yeah, um, i'm crawling towards it by the end of the year i might be getting towards 100 you put know. in your 10,000 hours for sure as malcolm <laughs> yeah. would say like there is there's a real genius to what you do this is very cool i so uh, i yeah. just i doff my cap i'm always impressed that it's it's you find the sweet spot of it it is for the amount of time it is like 
just difficult enough to be really engaging and fun. But like half the time I do escape rooms, I just get frustrated and want to give up. And I never feel that way when I'm doing yours. I feel like I'm always so tantalizingly close to getting it. So really, really good work. It is funny. We were talking last night about this and Bill was saying, how does it feel to be really prolific at this? And I paused for a minute and I went, it's interesting because like, it would be great for like real escape room designers in the real world only design a few at any given time and they put months of work into it ridiculous Mm -hmm. amounts of money they can be their baby and their pride and joy and they can look back i have a lot of rooms that are a blur to me because there are so many Mm -hmm. there but then you think about it like i i come from a writing background and when you think about it as far as writers go who are the writers who make the most money and who can actually make it their full-time job they're the ones who blast out a buttload of romance novels yeah 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 (laughs) So I, I feel like that's where I am career-wise. <laughs> and that I feel actually, like you, that so no, no, you're more like Stephen King because you're constantly writing lots and lots of stuff, but it's but it's not like the it's point, not just the, the same book over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's like like Stephen King, you're just like oh, yeah, the Point Break ruler room. That was during my cocaine period. I don't even remember yeah. writing. <laughs> the point is that you take too much cocaine, and we need to have a talk. <laughs> Escape this so, intervention. Uh, if if I please don't please please stay. Yeah, if, if I'm going with anyone, yeah, not Stephen King, not Danielle Steele or something. All right, I, so I, there's I'm R.L. Stein. There R.L. Stein was the person who inspired me to write as a child, oh, and so if awesome. I can be the escape that... room R.L. Stein, I will take that. Have yes. you so Chris? Have you ever done any of R.L. Stein's uh, Choose Your Own Adventures on your yes. podcast? Yeah, yeah, we've done uh, on in, in October. We do all spooky books, uh, you know, oh, for Halloween. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, we've done a couple. They're so much better than the Choose Your Own Adventure books. <laughs> They're so much more fun. I did and one every as a kid, and I remember really enjoying it. I did like which a one, carnival which one? one. It was the carnival uh, one. Escape from I the carnival yeah. of horrors, or yeah. return to the carnival of horrors. Oh, wow, <laughs> I'm dealing with a real a real Steinhead over here. Uh, I, I'm so crazy. But I've been just binging them through lockdown. All the ones that I never read. Oh, that's fantastic! I love it. I'm I love really it. Good. so happy. Every single you know he's on Twitter. Like you should try to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I would be way too intimidated. For Shoot that. your shot. Do Let's it. Do a room for Can I get Jack Stein? Black instead? Fake R.L. Stein. I'd Let's be get him together. Of him. Let's get together. R.L. Stein. The two of them doing is... it together would be gruesome. Yeah. Twosome. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That would be amazing. And, yeah. Anything. Anything. Even faintly goosebumps homage themed. I'm all over that. One of yeah. my favorite things in the world. Um, yeah, I've done. It, I've uh, done a few uh, of these now, and I've listened to a ton of them, and. Uh, the variety also always impresses me, obviously in the theming and stuff, but the variety of the puzzles, like I never, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would be using oh, the really? same four puzzles over and over and over. I feel I like know. I do that sometimes. I don't know. I'm always very <laughs> But that's why I was so happy. Like when you said right at the start of this room, checking the shower head and I got to go, not this time. I've done it. <laughs> oh, shower head not for you. <laughs> this is all about rope thickness, this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's definitely a worry that there are only so many types of puzzles out there. But again, that's why I say puzzles aren't my thing, I feel mm-hmm. like. I, I'm not, there are so many better puzzle designers out there than me. No. Half of them have come onto this show as guests. I like writing them as stories and I just try to pick a puzzle that fits the story. 
Freddie, so Freddie Wong, who was on the podcast with me, has this thing that he says a lot that I think about, which he's, he's like, to do anything well, like, you have to love it, but you also kind of have to hate it. Like, you kind of <laughs> have to have a disdain for it, right? Like, like when we, like, we clearly enjoy playing D&D on our show, but we also all clearly kind of are like, Dean, I don't know. Like, what? like so what's with it? Because it's like, having a discerning eye for it, like, allows you to bring something new to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're like, the things that I'm just a big old fan of, like, I don't know if I'd be good at writing yeah. them or doing them. If you um, only so worship, I think you it, being yeah. a you being a writer and not like that's what makes your puzzles so good is that like if you were just a straight up puzzle person you would be designing these puzzles that would make me want to die like, so, like <laughs> because you come at it from the perspective of a writer of someone who's trying to tell a story and create like a narrative like the puzzles are 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 all first of all feel like they're part of a narrative they feel like I'm div- I'm I'm unlocking a story as I go but it doesn't feel like it's just about the puzzle and it's like about in some incredibly intricate thing which I think is perfect for an escape room right like the um, simplicity of them is half the battle yeah. I'm so relieved that that's how it comes across <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the goal mm. that's what I'm going that's for terrific that. so thank you very much yeah oh, <sighs> wonderful um, oh yeah one other thing maybe this will get edited in earlier I don't know how you plan to do yeah, it one do other it. thing that I wanted to praise you for doing specifically in this room not forgetting about that surfboard sign telling you the rules even oh, though yeah. it was for the absolute last puzzle in the room so yeah, I that, wanted to ask you something funny. about that oh is that so we I feel like we started when you put a, play, a space together like this like the I felt like the way you introduced us to all the things like that, I just started writing them down in that order. So then that became the the order I wanted to interact with them with. Was that intentional? Is that kind of how you figure people are going to do it? Or how did you think we were going to approach the different areas? Yeah, I don't really think of it in terms of that. There are always two ways that it goes about. Usually mm-hmm. I just describe the rooms in terms of physically. What do I think is going to be easiest for people to draw? And usually that mm-hmm. means going around in a circle, going left to right, something like that. And often that will mean yeah people will just go clockwise as they look at everything Mm -hmm. and I try I don't always succeed I try not to like make all of the really intensive clue heavy stuff all on one side of the map and (laughs) then all of the one sentence bits over on the other side yeah the other thing that you can do and I definitely enjoy doing this one a bit more is when you've got all the random stuff you can describe it clockwise or whatever but there are one or two focal points that are the weird things for people mm-hmm. to look at that people are going to be drawn to first or if they feel like being contrarian, not touch until the absolute right. very end. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I like having that. Like, honestly, for this one, I knew that people were going to, if not look at it uh, very early, they were going to kick over that sandcastle as yep. soon as they had looked yeah. at it. Mm-hmm. That so was I had the same thing. When happen. I was playtesting it, it was immediately like, oh, I'm going to be silly and kick the sandcastle. And it's like, yep, that's what you had to do. Uh, that's, that's what I was. That's what I wanted you to do. I knew you were going to do it because there's no cluing to that. There's nothing about the description of God, the sandcastle no. that's like except you that... should knock this down, except for the pettiness of yeah. like, look at this beautiful sandcastle. It's very. It will. It's also like you. It's this. It's the dare of being like, even the wind hasn't knocked it down yet. <laughs> like it's like the. It's it's like Mars, I'm stronger you know? than the wind. Yeah, I can beat this thing up. You knew you had two Americans coming out of the show, and that was the way to get them to knock something over. I do like oh, having the one sand thing. castle. It's communist. You know, you know they hate <laughs> maybe it needs the sand be. castle. Whoever built it, they hate freedom. <laughs> yeah, so I I do love having one thing in that room, even if it's not the first thing that people look at. It's going to be mm-hmm. the first thing that people solve because it's just the violence. You choose violence. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. There's also a difference in like when people draw a map 
compared to just making a list of the things. That's because true. there is a weird thing when you draw a map <laughs> is that you will almost always look at the thing that is nearby. Even though you don't have yeah. like you don't have to walk any like you're not in the yeah. physical space. There's no reason you can't jump all around. But you're like, well, since I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on, on my map, I was shower, definitely you know? right next to the shower, and I was like, we're going to the shower, right? Yeah, you go to the shower yeah. first, but like, like, well, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to walk away from the, the beach. And then come well, all the way back is, up the beach. It is funny, though, because we did the shower first, but you just, you know, you know what I think it was? Was it's like, you described, you were like, okay, you're in the car park, there's the bathroom, the vending machine, there's a walkway. I'm like, I'm on the walkway. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. now you're on the beach. On the beach, there's a shower, then there's this, then there's that. So yeah. I literally, in my head, I was like, well, I'm on the beach, we should go check out, it was like, we should go check out yeah. the shower, because we're on yeah. the beach. And then we didn't get to the first stuff you described, the car park and the vending machine and all that, <laughs> until later. the end, when we'd already looked around the beach. Yeah, That was interesting. You did, as your first, you turned around and walked back to the car park can, to start, right? No, I can tell you exactly what I did. Oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got my notes here. I went to the shower straight oh, away okay. Oh, okay. because I was because I was there and then I thought so I'm going to try and do the most central thing I'm going to try and do the big thing and I went to the sand castle kicked over the sand mm-hmm. castle from there I think I was goal oriented because I found the walkie talkie with no batteries went straight to the vending machine because ah. I was like that'll have batteries what and then, oh. why would you think was... a vending machine would have batteries <laughs> Out of all the things on batteries. the beach, like it's not going to be in the surfboards. You know what yeah, I mean? Fair enough, fair I wanted enough. to buy some batteries. <laughs> and then from there, I stayed in the car park and the bathroom because I was in that area. Mm-hmm. But my start was clearly goal oriented. Yeah. But I try and change I mean, that up when I'm playtesting. It honestly. is funny. Oh, yeah. You try oh, to, I sometimes, sometimes you tr- for the You try play to tests. see if you can break things by doing well, the order I don't think weird. I'm trying to see if I can break it. It's more like I'm trying to I mean, emulate a different style so I don't just always do the same thing. True. So but that we also, can look at it in different ways. Looking at things in a way to see, can doing things in the wrong order break it is very useful oh, for playtesting. I play do testing. that as well. But I think my so, basic approach, sometimes it's like do a full circle. Sometimes it's try and just be like, well, I know what I want, so I'm going to do it. You know, it's like get yeah. out of the room. It's like, great. I go to the door and I open it. Maybe it's not locked. but so Danny this is another thing I wanted to doff my cap on which is that you so like my thought when we started I was like all right let's just be very methodical let's inspect each place get all of the stuff that's there and then do the puzzles but your puzzles are so tantalizing that I feel like we got swept (laughs) up onto it you know what I mean like which is another like a very uh, a mark of a really good game designer is that like I can't help but want to interact with and solve and play the thing that I'm like oh what about this what about boom 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 and so that's how you get into a situation like oh my like I was like oh my god we have even looked at the beach like the litter yet we haven't even done half this stuff on here yeah wall like and again the intention at the beginning was like let's gather everything and then see how it goes together yeah you know what as far as a listening experience goes it's always a weird balance of you don't want people to just look at things and hear a description and just do mm-hmm. that 15 times in a row before any yeah, puzzling yeah, yeah, gets done yeah. i thought that you guys had a really good balance of that you paid attention to things for exactly the right amount of time and then <laughs> moving on from them so thank you you, I mean, you guys are clearly podcasters. Yeah, so we, we know when we know when to transition to right. to something else. <laughs> we know when to. We say actually stopped. Stupid. We on in on pure instinct both stopped for an ad read at the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, we've been we've spent some time talking about puzzles and a little bit about story. How did this feel? As far as Point Break goes, did this feel like someone who watched Point Break three weeks ago? <laughs> Absolutely, in the best yeah. way. I think yeah. the I was you know delighted that Keanu Reeves showed or Keanu Hawkeye. I mean Hawkeye. Yeah. What's Johnny Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye showed up? Yeah. Johnny that was Hawkeye, great. the man of Tachi. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Chris, what was it like riding that big wave at the end? Uh, horrifying. Absolutely, my nightmare. Oh. Incidentally, uh, <laughs> I do described have... too well. I I did not like it. In our room notes, yeah. 
for this room. Uh, I also, at the top, I've just got a link to a Brazilian, I believe she is, surfer, Maya Gabira, a, a video of her on YouTube breaking her own world record for big wave surfing. What? And I watched a few different videos, and of all of the ones, this was the one that instilled the most fear in me and that I tried mm-hmm. to use to figure out how I was going to describe this. So, yeah, if anyone is looking at my room notes for this, find that video. If you don't, Maya Gabira. And if you'd like to hear my what was my Oof. live reaction to the video, it, sound, it sounded a little bit like this. Oh, that's a big wave. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. that's a, that's a bit. Stop. Stop, wave. No. That's a bit. That's getting big. Stop. Gro- that's a big. That's too big. No. What? It keeps going. I'm watching it right now. I'm sorry. I can't not watch it right now. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, no. What? That's what you did. People. It just keeps getting bigger. What I will say you picked the perfect location to do a point break thing, which is the beach at the end. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. maybe for a for a follow up, maybe a skydiving escape room would be fun. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, that's hilarious. And yeah, you're falling through midair the entire time. <laughs> And the rooms unlock as you fall closer and closer to the ground. You're trying to escape by you're trying to escape by putting the parachute together in midair. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, that'd be wild. Like the bottle episode of an escape room. The whole escape room is contained in your parachute as you're plummeting. Yeah. We can sell the, we can sell real versions to people. <laughs> real adrenaline junkie. That's it's yeah. It's all yes. It's all in the pack. And then when you open them, they all all the all the clues scatter out into the sky. So you've got to you've got to fly around to, to different levels so of the good. sky. Yeah. Tm 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 tm. <laughs> you got to be able to take the ultimate risk, right? Oh man! Well, I think you guys did really well. Uh, you worked well Thanks. together. We needed to hear that. Sort of Thank you. Jelly yes, style. Um, the room. I oh, yeah, it, it was almost the same as the playtest. There was very little change from playtest to final product. Couple, um, just a little bit of puzzle. A shifting. few the tiny boat, words. The boat changed. And the boat puzzle. The boat puzzle oh. was originally somewhat different. There I were missing letters. Harder. But it just didn't work as well. It wasn't intuitive. Mm. So so I think it kind of, because it, it didn't end up, I like that it kind of came out now to the words like hang 10, like a real phrase that could you could then look at. That I was, was struggling for a very it. long time with trying to figure out how to make it a word, but also incorporating digits into it. It just mm-hmm. wasn't working very well. But yeah, so originally it was a little bit more convoluted, I think, and had like certain letters that were still there, but misplaced, which represented the number, but you also had to read them left to right to indicate mm. the order to which to read the missing letters on the boat that was, and it was just yeah. a little bit too much. And it wasn't like when you solved it, it came out to card 10, yeah. which is kind of meant to look like the word cardio, but that didn't make as much sense. No. As that. And so mm-hmm. it kind of, so the, like refining that was the biggest thing, I think, from the yeah, playtest. Yeah, that was the only big change. But other than that, it was, it, was, it was pretty much the same when I did it Epic. earlier. And you guys got caught up on similar things to me, although I got so caught up on those stickers. Like mm. you very quickly <laughs> got that like, oh, the arrows are pointing uh, in an in order, an order yeah. of stickers. I never would have gotten that. I'm the... so glad you spotted that because I was um, like, okay, what is this for movement? Like we're moving around a board. Like I that. Mm. Where, so whereas I, that. I think because I saw that the seal stuff probably meant the seal on the mural before I paid much attention to the rest of the stickers. Is then I was like locked into each of those stickers is located on the placement of that animal and you have to go those directions from the seal and what right, do I hit? Yeah. Did it take you a bit longer to connect the vending machine to it? Yes, yeah, you guys got that straight away as well. You were like, oh, wait a minute, the vending, BRO could be... Oh, yeah, that was Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the like p- yeah. making the connection with the animals of the vending machine yeah that so yeah, vending machine was intimidating much, all those letters yeah on that it was like machine, the, you see like a whole grid of mm. symbols it's like oh, <laughs> oh shoot yeah you were at that stage and you had so many open bits of puzzle all around <laughs> you there were so many options here's of what, what you need could to have connected here's what you need to know about me as an escape room person is that i'm also someone with like 500 google chrome tabs up on my computer <laughs> yeah. so it's the same kind of process like let's just get them all up there <laughs> yeah it was fun to have so many visual things this time to just like kind of spread out to kind of look at mm, it was an it image was heavy room it yeah. was a bit much but again yeah. a decent chunk of them i could have described those stickers i could have described the surf instructions mm. i just thought that would be more it was fun to have the visuals to to spread that out and, and yeah. i think help remind yeah, people i was definitely helped well. a lot mm. yeah because mm. there's a really good chance i'm going to draw something wrong so i did appreciate <laughs> the, the images <laughs> Yeah, when you drew that rope, it was tiny. Oh, man, the tiny rope. Of the rope. <laughs> tiny <laughs> rope. I needed to give you the picture so you didn't cheat. <laughs> I think we're... Does anyone have any last little things to ask about or talk I mean, about with that you room? Two are, you two look like you're about completely dehydrated. You're kind of melt. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, my, yeah, my only comment was it's just so funny looking back at my initial notes for this room, which is just, here's a beach. Someone has buried a treasure on beach. Oh, and my God. That was oh my wow! Story. I mean, the and, Point Break thing uh, theming was so it, yeah. it gave you so much stuff to play around with here. It really it was very cool. Ugh. Yeah, mm. it was good fun. I I I come not just from a writing background. I come from a big fan fiction background, so nice. being able to flex that every now and again it Beautiful. makes me happy. I feel like I'm in my element. <laughs> and then Are you going Utah to continue your? Kissed. Will you will you continue your Point Break fan fiction writing uh, from here forward, or is is this going to be the end of it? Well, one of my uh, be one one of my I suppose gripes with the movie Point Break was Impossible. I didn't feel like there was enough connection between Bodie and Johnny. I felt like there needed to be more scenes of them connecting. So I think there's plenty of room for it. It's plenty. I of mean, I would be, be fine with that. The sure. love interest. What was she doing there? She was just that. She. I'm Boy, sure. I'm sure it was originally it, written as a as a gay romance. Well, and they went, can't have that. They went. Oh, fine. I'll add in a woman who surfs. I guess. That's all. You um, know. I'm I am yeah. scandalized to discover that there are. If you had to guess how many uh, pieces of fan fiction for Point Break, <gasps> the 2015 version, are on no. archive of our own, <laughs> no, how many would you say for that version? Yeah. Oh no. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm a fanfiction.net original. <laughs> I'm a fanfiction.net person. I don't oh, know yeah. archive of our own so well. Oh my god. Um, Old school. That's Ao3, as they say. Yep. <laughs> That's so disappointing. <sighs> All right. Well, I think we can leave that there. Thank you so much for coming on and playing through our room. Yeah. It was really I, I love listening to you solve them. It <laughs> make, yeah. You want people to come in feeling smart uh, to, when they've solved stuff. And yeah, it just it makes you feel happy when people solve your stuff. Mm. It takes very, a lot to make me feel smart and you pulled it off. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be riding this high all night long. I'm going to be unbearable. <laughs> also, people at home. He's not even wearing a cap. All these doffs are just platitudes. <laughs> <laughs> not a single it real doff. It so hard that it's gone. <laughs> it's just... Um, so for people who wanted to find more of the stuff you're doing, uh, Chris, do you want to start and say where people can find more of your stuff? Yeah, Finish It is on just any old podcatcher and uh, finishitpod.com or finishitpod is our handle everywhere. So come hang out. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, Will? 
You can uh, find Dungeons and Daddies uh, also on any old podcatcher. Um, and uh, you can follow my Twitter if you want to see how I did on Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> People Which is me Discord. saying, don't follow me on Twitter. It will be Campos. <laughs> uh, people in our Discord are playing reverse Wordle. So they're reverse taking people's Wordle, Wordle solutions. And, and then you have to try and work backwards to guess what their starting words were. Yeah. And and figure out. So pe- they're just going wild. Those That's puzzle nuts. Loving lunatics. <laughs> uh, Did you see there's now airport code Wordle? Oh, really? Oh, yep. That's too much Wordle. Too many words. Uh, I I played Wordle once. I got it within three guesses, and I have not played again because I feel that's a good success rate. Yeah, you can't ever you can't ever and try again. Again, if you're listening to this episode six years from now, between the Bitcoin, <laughs> Board Ape, and Wordle references, you can have this pinpointed down to the exact evening in 2022 that we recorded this. <laughs> all right thank you so much uh, for people who want to find more of what we're doing uh you can follow us on twitter everything is in the show notes below uh you can check out our other show solve this murder where i try and solve murder mysteries that danny has uh created or, or, or runs for me it's very difficult um We've just released a version of a public domain murder mystery. We're doing the first ever Poirot novel, uh, which <gasps> I have never read. So we're doing Mysterious Affair at Stars while I, I take on the role of Poirot and I try and solve that. Are you? F- I literally, I'm not kidding you. I just finished reading the Mysterious <laughs> Affair at Stiles today. Oh hours before this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to listen to that for sure because yeah. uh, it's a episode. <laughs> Best of luck, because it's an extremely it's complicated. It's so complicated. It's it complicated. so complicated. <laughs> but you can li- you can listen along. It's uh, so hard. Patreon donors probably have access to all of the yes, episodes on, of that. You can yeah, get Patreon straight donor, to the you end. You the whole thing straight away. Um, but Easy. otherwise, you've got to wait seven weeks. Um, so, uh, and we have a whole bunch of other stuff. You can follow us on Twitch as Play This Game underscore Live, where we do puzzle games and RPGs and things like that. Um, and if you want to help support us and the stuff that we create. Uh, you can sign up for the Patreon. There are bonus episodes. You can hear the playtest audio. You can listen to us try and solve two-minute mysteries by Donald J. Sobel, which are very fun and a lot easier than solving Mysterious Affair at Styles. Uh, You're so screwed. For... I can't even. You're... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's heaps of fun stuff. You can check it all out. Incidentally, uh, I was below. just thinking, when if you're a $10 donor, you get sent out badges and cards. And I draw a little picture on every card, a totally mm. unique one for every person. It's so, like an NFT. Exactly. I yeah, feel wow. just a to add to the token. 2022 <laughs> Also, not only in the show notes are uh, all the links to all of our stuff, we're going to have a few bits and pieces of our friend Neil from Triviality with his Patrick Swayze book. We're going to oh, very be cool. yeah, pointing out some stuff uh, to point you in the right direction for that. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm sure it's all just about this room. The best oh, thing absolutely. Patrick Swayze has ever yep. inspired. There are <laughs> discounts. There are signed things that come along with it. And... If you're interested in it, you'll be supporting a really cool person. Yeah, wonderful. All right, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Chris and Will for coming on and playing our room. Thank you, Danny, for writing such a fun room. All right, thank bye, you for everybody. voicing. Bye. Bye. I just waved. Why am I waving? <laughs> <laughs>